This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Can you love more than one person with all your heart? It's a question that's posed on page 243 as Bobby eviscerates one of their friends at lunch while Francis watches on adoringly but nervously. But really, it's a question that's posed on every single page of this book, even though it's not articulated until the end. I do, but not really. What about you? Oh, this is this is a tough one. Yeah, let's not get into it. This is mostly the takeaway. Yeah, I think yeah. the answer is I think you can. And I never, ever thought I would say that. It's pretty shocking. I, I think, find that pretty shocking I think to hear. now that you've focused and you're right on the language with all your heart, yeah. I am hesitating more. I'm hesitating on right. that. Because like I said, there's a hierarchy. Yes. And is second choice love really even love? I know. It's harsh. It's harsh. It is. It's harsh. Yeah. All right. right. Okay. So let's back up. Do we even know what we're covering? Conversations with friends. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's never just friends is the show tagline. It's Sally Rooney's first book, though it's our, for both of us, it's the third one we're reading. And in going back to the first, after you've read the other two, it seems very clear to me that Sally Rooney has a formula. Do you, what do you yes. Think? Yeah. yeah. Like very clear things. And yet they're very different books told from different points of view, third person, first person, emails, different life stages. Yet they all explore what it means to love someone else. Also how to stop hating and hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. The ways we heal ourselves and reopen our wounds in romantic relationships. The way we find ourselves through love. All three of them mess with us in an extra special way extra special i don't know if that's her signature but it is for us (laughs) okay that's the common thread for us for us i can't imagine we're alone in that for complicated women this one is an embarrassment of riches Mm -hmm. three front and center complicated women although it's all filtered through francis we have bobby we have melissa and we have francis But we're going to focus mostly on the relationships. Because everything is relational in Sally Rooney's world. There is no self. Yeah. In honor of Sally Rooney and my favorite quoted line, I don't really believe in the idea of the individual. So we'll start with Nick and Francis. Okay, yes. And then we will talk about the twist that I did not see coming. That I'm having trouble calling a twist, but I totally understand it is a major change of events. Bobby and Francis... And then we'll talk about the ending. What did we think? What happened? How do we feel about it? My favorite Sally Rooney ending. Just going to throw that out there. Wow, that's bold. I think I agree. I think I agree. Her endings are, you know, controversial. So I'm not, you know. Well, she never likes to tie things up nicely. Yes, but I felt as if this sort of did. Maybe that's why I liked it without being like a cheesy tie-up. I have a lot to say about that. I actually thought Beautiful World where Ari's ending was the worst. Oh, wow. Okay. Francis and freaking... Nick. Okay. First of all, both of us have our books in front of us. Yeah. Let's just say there are thousands of doggy ears. Thousands. The people that use the doggy ears. Yeah. I don't know how else you people mark your passages, but it's 
obscene uh, the it number makes we have. my book like a different book at the top than it is the bottom right but when i went back through mine i'm like oh it's like nick and francis nick and francis nick. i mean pretty much even though i don't know there there's there's so much else to talk about a lot is nick and francis yes the way the book is structured with what i'm calling the twist mm-hmm. it is really about nick and francis right it is even though the the beginning there's so much and this is another hallmark of a twist that there are so many key indications that you kind of gloss over and you don't realize what it really meant until you get to the end like we both started this book a few times I had a hard time getting into it Mm -hmm. and I one of it one of the things for me was the voice it was plural now she is really technically speaking she's she's still saying I like Bobby and I first met Melissa at a poetry night in town but then there's a lot of we got into the back of the taxi, we got to the house, and it's just a lot of Francis and Bobby. Mm-hmm. It just felt plural to me. I wasn't grabbing onto it. But of course, now that is to signify who she's really, I know. you know, like bonded to. Right. No, you're right. A lot of the beginning is about Bobby and Francis and even a little bit of their past and, yep. how, and, and yes. how long they've known each other and how that relationship evolved and... Yeah, they're meeting Melissa almost as a couple. I mean, they're yeah. not. They're performing spoken word together, so they're more like a team. But then they go to her house. Yeah. yeah. Socially. As, and... Yeah, as a couple. Yeah. So, all right. But, but so Nick and Francis, though, yeah. is where we're going to start. Mm-hmm. One of my, my first favorite thing of the two of them is, she says on page 42, it's easy to write to Nick but also competitive and thrilling, like a game of table tennis. If you can combine competition, sport, and romance, and yes! you've got me. You heard yes. that on Love and Basketball, yes, folks. If you haven't listened to that, that I love that. That is true. I don't think I quite got mm. it until this one. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, this one really struck me. And then their first kiss. I was dying. So that this is a scene that... I do feel is going to be once it's adapted <gasps> to the screen oh, by Hulu, which yes, is coming, and we yes. will cover that. That it's going to—I actually think it is in the trailer. But even before it was in the trailer, I, I could envision it. It was yeah. very visual scene for me. Like, yes. oh my god, yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, there's the bottle yes. and pressing like, it, like right on, here. Uh-huh. Does that feel good? Yes, oh. yes. Is that good? Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. What about here? Is he? Shifted aside one of the shoulder straps of my dress and he rested the bottle against my collarbone. Yeah. A bead of cold condensation rolled down my skin and I shivered. I was like, oh, I'm shivering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shivering. Yeah. And even before, it's like, come closer. Are we flirting now? I kissed him. He let me. Yeah. I was very hooked as soon as they had their first kiss. I was very invested in the two of them without knowing what other what what else was going to come. Yeah. This yeah. is where it started to heat up for me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. page 54 already. And so I And it's was... not a long book, so you're right. It's kind of Yeah. It's kind of in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know if you have any, their first time having sex, page 68. Oh, yeah, the home record. See, I call it the home record combo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, convo. Okay, the homewrecker okay. conversation. Yeah. Well, because she's worried about, you know, being a homewrecker, but then he says that there's been other affairs. Yes, that's right. Of course, they weren't his. Right, which was 
which was interesting. I found that interesting. Yes, and but but I that made me feel better. And then I realized because it's the same reason, and then it makes Francis feel better. Yeah, is that she feels like she's on the right side of morality now. And she says, "I hadn't really wanted to feel sympathetic to Melissa, and now I felt her moving outside of my frame of sympathy entirely, as if she belonged to a different story with different characters." isn't really true but you can tell yourself that exactly (laughs) and that's how I went oh okay like and she can just be like this isn't I'm not really doing this to her that was a it's just like she removes herself from any kind of culpability but But I don't know why I found this to be one of the best sex scenes I know normal people was full of them but I there was I don't it was something about her like her first time with a man Mm. and just some of the like the way she described him. I don't feel like Marianne quite described Connell in the same way. I think when we saw the show, we saw it. Yeah. But it's hard for me to separate them now. I understand. Just like I'm sure when this gets put on the, the screen, I'm going to be dying and yeah. swooning at yeah. the sex scene. But I, I can't say that it jumped out at me oh. on the page. Wait, wait, is this the one where she's like, I, I, my insides become hot oil? Oh, I, I don't mean, know. There is one it, of those it, where I think there's a later one that seems maybe that's more electric. Yeah. I, oh gosh. I okay. What? Which one is that? That's later, though. But I, much later. I think so. Okay. So then, I mean, right. So, first kiss, page fifty-six. First time they have sex, sixty-eight. First breakup, yeah. eighty-seven. Yep. Like, exactly. Very Sally Rooney for yes. us. You know, she's already. Making us wonder what will happen between the two of them. But before they break up on 87, there is a line that I love because it made me think of Fleabag. I know. When Francis says to Bobby that what she finds most endearing about Nick is that he's attracted to plain and emotionally cold women like me. Like her cold, cold heart. Like, (laughs) it made me think of that. And I was like... See, and she was, she was explaining like, yeah, he's he's endearing. Because yes, he likes because emotionally he likes cold that. women like me. I like that. I like that. So yeah, the breakup is already on eighty six and yeah, eighty seven. Yeah, yeah, and it's done over, over instant messenger. <laughs> I can't believe you're breaking up with me over instant messenger. But I think that I thought that was so good. So obviously we can't see each other very often, and having an affair is reasonably stressful. He says. <laughs> She's like, are you breaking up with me? And he said, if we never actually see one another then the affair just consists of, like, worrying about the I affair. Do. Do and you see what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. She, he's like, wait, then we're just stressed out about this, right. and we don't even see each other. This exchange ends with I never Nick saying, I never have any idea what you feel about anything. Yeah. And she says, well, it doesn't really matter now, does it? And I yeah. felt like that line, I never have any idea what you feel about anything, I feel like she's written that in every book. Like, yes, some character yes, says, definitely. I never know what to think, or yeah. you never, it, it's, that felt like, the line she's there are some things that seem familiar it is still miscommunication but at this point I think you already know they're gonna kind of break up like I can't believe you're breaking up with me over instant messenger I thought you were gonna leave your wife so we could run away together and then he says to that you don't need to be defensive how do you know what I need because I think she was being yeah. mocking like yes. not being serious she but resorts she was, to sarcasm but she was Maybe being serious, yes. but pretending to be like, yes. oh, like she didn't care. Yes. Well, that happens in all the Sally Rooney novels. Yeah. Yeah. People pretending, they saying don't. hurtful things that they don't really mean as like a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So I this one killed me on 91 when she does see him again and she says, the affair might be over, I thought, but something being over is not the same as something never having happened. Mm. 
I have to say I'm Nick there. I am. Uh, if it's over, I, it never happened. I could. Oh. Yeah. I don't. I don't even register it. If it's over, it never happened. Meaning yeah. it's just a race. It's the same thing. Yeah. What difference does What's it make? Difference does what it difference does it make? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm with Francis. I can. Yeah. I. I understand. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm with Francis. I, what about him dreaming about her? I liked that part of which, 105 where okay. he says that she was asking about other, I guess, other women, and and she was nice. I didn't dream about her at night. Oh. And I was like, Is this the woman in the that they had a coffee date? <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. And I was like, oh, there are little things like that where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he says he, she's ha- he's happy she's here. He's sorry, he wants to get to know her better. It just, it's just like their reconciliation. Yeah, their first. Yes, the uh, first. Yes. I'm like 105 and 106, <laughs> yeah. 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 But not closely followed on 119 with another bad moment she's looking for you know this is also what always happens in these there's always a character who's looking for the other one to give them some affirmation yeah and they don't get it they just don't get it and then they get upset that they don't get it and this happens a lot it doesn't yes it happens a lot lot in sally rooney books yeah and and then you you the reader are like oh my god why do you keep trying because it's not going to work but then I think oh god in real life I would do that. Marianne and Connell to me was the highest stakes. Yeah, that because they were together and then they weren't together and they weren't together they really were together. Nick and in both of the the other two that you just said Nick and Francis and also Eileen and Simon they're not really together. Yeah, in some way. Right, but they can't get together because nobody's willing to say what they really feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you think they should be together. And yeah. you're like, would you guys just Am get I on the misremembering Marianne and Connell? Were they really together? Or was this just the, my first experience yeah, they with were, Sally they Rooney? they were on and off. But were they really in the same way that we're saying these two aren't? Yeah, yeah. so he says. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> 119. <laughs> 119, oh, that, I mean, it's just more of like this miscommunication, like, Sometimes you don't seem enthusiastic. Yes, it's a, she doesn't know if it's reciprocal. He looked confused, like I was posing a riddle that I might answer for him if he couldn't. Ugh. I'm trying, you know. If there are things I'm doing wrong, I want you to tell me, which is annoying too. It's yeah. not like you're doing something wrong and don't right. make me tell you. Right. <laughs> it's just, you know. Yeah, I do. I do. I know. Yeah, but this is where she says, I didn't really know what to add. And anyway, it seemed clear that no matter how unsubtly I fished for his reassurance, he wasn't going to provide it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, then the end of that... We went on kissing will, and I tried not to think about right, it. Right, but then she gets him, will you die if you can't have me? I said, and he said yes. Like, that's the shit she wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. This is the sex scene part, though. Wait, when he was inside me, I felt as though I had forgotten how to breathe. Yeah. It's working for me. All the sex scenes are working for me. She asked him, page 127, why haven't you had affairs before? I guess because I I didn't really meet anyone. What does that mean? For a second, I really thought he would say, I never met anyone I desired the way I desire you. Now, she gets upset when he doesn't and also he goes in the other direction which is to say i actually love my wife yes this is a problem he admits he's still in love with his wife and then she like picks a fight with him pretending again that she doesn't care yeah but she does care and then it just again is always turns i know know, into people use the fight to just distract from what she really wants to say which is i just really wish you had given me a different answer i wanted to hear that it was because you never met anyone 
as amazing as me, me that you desired as much as me yeah and she just didn't realize how badly she wanted to hear something like that until he didn't say it and then she felt really desperate yeah and then that part where oh I'm well not, she says do yeah. you think i have feelings for you don't be embarrassing i mean she gets yeah. to be a jerk yes about but then it she did this but then she says i knew it was my own fault i had gone out of my way to provoke nick into fighting with me now lying on my own in the silent house, I felt I'd lost control of everything. Mm. All I could decide was whether or not to have sex with Nick. I couldn't decide how to feel about it or what it meant. And although I could decide to fight with him and what we would fight about, I couldn't decide what he would say or how much it could hurt me. Mm. Curled up in bed with my arms folded, I thought bitterly, he has all the power and I have none. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to come back to this. Yeah. And then how bad, the next one, how bad, she just badly underestimated her own vulnerability. Yeah. Well, and then, but she comes to it. The last line is, just admit it, I thought. He doesn't love you. That's what hurts. Yeah. So she's, she gets what she's doing. She just can't really stop herself. It's true. She does seem to have the more self-awareness yes yeah. widest eyes and maybe that's part of it is the the situation he is married there's no ambiguity he is with someone else right right but what that means to her is not you know that important because she thinks they're together page 141 made me think of deep water a lot oh. of this book made me think of deep water the the, question, i don't have this one but i marked but i have others where i wrote deep water yeah. next to it so there the question i posed in that one was what do you do when you love someone but they don't love you back the way that you want or need to be loved like to say just leave them or just end the relationship is very i it doesn't make sense to me you can't just that doesn't that it's the opposite of what you want but also you can't force them to love you so it's it's such a ugly predicament to be in and they're there you're saying this part reminds you because people can be in love and have affairs so that's what was happening in deep water they were in love but she was having affairs right. yes yeah but oh, but it would uh, depress me to sleep with someone who loves someone else. Yeah. That would depress. Mm-hmm. That's depressing. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm like that. Being, yeah. I don't think I would enjoy being someone's second choice. Yeah, but, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what else? Wait. Yeah, but that's where Bobby's like, you can love more than one. Yes, person. that's it. That's what I was looking for. Yes, mm-hmm. you can love more than one person. And Why she is it says any that's different? arguable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that having one friend, you're friends with me, and you also have other friends. Does that mean you don't really value me? Now, of course, Frances tries to not to have the conversation. She's like, I don't have other friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, according to this book, may be true. True. We don't know. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Yeah, so I don't, I, it was just another one of those where I'm like, oh, 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 this is the other line. Oh, this is what I, thank you. I just looked down at my notes. I forgot. She says maybe he's just trying to make her jealous. Mm -hmm. And you had said that in Deep Water. Mm -hmm. You had said, is Melinda just trying to make Vic jealous? Or provoke some emotion out of him. Which I'm like, which I thought, I thought no, but Maybe it's just because I don't understand jealousy. You don't. Like, I don't. I think that was a very obvious reaction. I'm not saying I have to agree with it. But yeah. you were like, it didn't even you didn't, didn't even, even register. But wait, so do you think Nick is with Fran? Now, I'm, this is no. going to make me very upset. <laughs> I'm like, 
banging no. my head. No. Why is that different? You, I don't think Nick is with Francis to provoke jealousy out of Melissa. Why? I think Nick, because <laughs> later we'll see that Nick, not see, but yeah. he does, you do get more information about the state that Nick was in when he met Francis and he was in a really low point in his life. Right, and which was the, what you said about Melinda. She's in a bad place. She's well. You said they were both in a bad point in their life, in their relationship. Yeah, in but the relationship. you said about Melinda, he had made her feel. You said Small. it that way. Yes. Right. I didn't see it that way. But right. But, but she I, was clearly in a bad place. Right. Whoever ha- made it happen or didn't. Right. So was, what I think is she's in a bad place, just like he is. But what they want from this other person, so what he wants from Francis is to make is to feel better. Not it's nothing to do with Melissa. He wants her. That's what I said to about Melinda. Better. But that's what I better. said about Melinda. She is just doing that to feel better. And you know what? And it's not to provoke Finn. Right. And I was going to say that I thought I was provoking there because I was like, she actually brings the guys home and flirts with them in her face. But, like uh, but Francis. I was say, but here. Yeah. Now, they're they're now, often together. They're often together here because of social situations. They're like, living in the same house. Yeah, but okay, okay. I, listen, to me, it is about the point of view. Right. In that, you were looking through Vic's point of view. Vic was watching yes. Melinda do these things. And this is Francis's now, point of view. Now, if this book was written from Melissa's point of view, and she's like, where did Nick go? And you were more sympathetic to this point of view than the other. Yeah, I did not have a lot of sympathy for Melinda, Melinda. as know, we know. I know. I know. I know. Okay, I but this is our first closer. can you love more than one person. Yes, And this is, is going to be a, a theme. Right. That's for Which sure. you said is pretty much on... The question is on every page. I don't know if we want to talk about this or it's the end, get to the end, but this happens multiple times where he, she says, did we know it was going to end oh, this yeah. badly? Now, it's not even at the end here, so I don't know why she's yeah. so delusional to think it's even over, right? but also was delusional enough to think it wouldn't end badly. And he says, I did. I just thought it would, it would be, be worth, worth it. it. This is another side question. It's not really about them, but it's right on the next page. Do you think Melissa sent Bobby down? So this is the part, 153, where, where Bobby comes and finds Nick. And right. and see, this is where I'm like, this is exactly like Deepwater. Except she just sent her minion. Melissa sent her minion to go find them together, to confirm that they are together. Because they have also just lied. As Melinda does often, she's like, what? We're just friends. Nothing's happening. Right, right. And even though they are making out under the same roof, like these two are. Which is really actually insane. Yes. It's it's insane. I mean, I don't know how big this house is. I think that's going to come out more in the show. I feel like that's going to be clearly insane. Yes, yes. When they're all like. So risky, stakes so high. What are you doing? Makes no sense. Yeah. Right. Same same thing. I just thought this was like the same oh my God. story. It is very similar. <laughs> it's your... I never once thought that Melissa had sent Bobby. Oh, but, yeah. But now I, I see how yeah. that is possible. Mm-hmm. But now what you know it was really Bobby that she loves, the twist. Her. This takes on an interesting meaning then, too. I think Melissa was like, Bobby, go see. So maybe they'll add that in. I hope they add more Bobby and Melissa. Yeah, I think there's a lot going on that we couldn't possibly see because Francis is so busy with Nick. Yeah, right. So that could be a way, right? When we talk about how these showrunners and the TV writers can take kernels of things and build them out that visually or in that medium would be better. I don't think they would be changing the the book. I think there's a lot of hints of like where is Bobby 
and these two disappear for a long period of time. Yeah. Bobby and Melissa could be disappearing too. Right. And they do kiss according. We don't do. see it, but now maybe we'll get to see that. That's right. And this is another thing from Deepwater. What happens when love comes out sideways? This is what I think you, a normal human, would think of love coming out sideways. Page 180. I actually have a heart, which is kind of am, fucked up because they're I, clearly fighting. I just want to terrible know, am to I each considered other? a normal human in that yes. sentence? Oh my God. You okay, are. I'm a normal human. But I'm the one who likes the absurd level. Right. Right. Okay. Because I have no mark on this page. That's right. interesting. Every other page we've been the same. same. And look at me. You even I have, have a heart. I have a heart and lines. <laughs> because this is what I think of a scene coming out sideways. Now, Melinda from Deepwater was too much for you. Her coming out sideways mm-hmm. was hooking up, getting super drunk, and hooking up with guys at parties where her husband was also at the same party. Right. Which, by the way, is exactly what's going on here. But... Her sideways was very messy and sloppy. And this is what I think you would find more palatable as coming out sideways. Mm-hmm. Like, say, like, why are they talking about his dad? Is your dad as handsome as you are? Right. Like, why? Are you going to go over there? They're both being assholes yeah. to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, This is what I mean. Like, they, when they... They do do that. Yeah. 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 I don't do that. <laughs> Are it's you fine. throwing the flag? That no, I'm not. I, I, I am a little bit. But this is what makes it Sally Rooney. Whether it's you or not. Yeah, who cares? Is, well, what it makes it Sally Rooney is that they don't say what they mean. Oh, uh, yes. Right. They do not say what they mean. Here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 194, though. Are we ready to get to this idea or should we keep going? What is well, the okay, idea? So the idea of what, what I said in the to start, <gasps> which is... Burning building. Is it possible to love more than one person? This is where Frances is thinking to herself, if we were both going to die in a burning building and he could only save one of us, wouldn't he certainly save Melissa and not me? Mm-hmm. It seemed practically evil to have so much sex with someone who would, you would later allow to burn to death. I know, and like right before that, she's running through these questions that the other woman often asks. Did they just, you know, did they amuse each other? Meaning mm, Melissa and Nick. Yeah, right. Did they discuss their emotional lives? Did they confide in one another? Did he respect Melissa more than me? Did he like her more? Mm. And then it's, and if we were both, you know, those are all yeah. like normal things. Like, oh God, is he like, and then you're, but then, which I was like, okay, okay. But then you're right, the burning building one. Whoa. Yeah. That is the real question. That Not and, does and, he like her more? Yes. What he talks more? And not even just, like, the question of does Nick love Francis? I think I could, uh, when you ask that question alone, I think I could easily say yes. But does that matter if he wouldn't save her he wouldn't in, save a her in a burning building? building? Is that, I mean, what what is that love? Right, right. I, I, to me, I'll tell you. I've already told you. It's second offline. choice. One. And and it's a deal breaker. I am not going to be, I'd rather be Melissa. I'd rather be the one who we're fucking it up mm-hmm. because we're in a bad place right now. But knowing but, but that choose me. he would if, choose me if the building was burning down. And you have no deal breakers, but this that book helps you one. understand yes. what, what a deal breaker could look like. For sure. Which is, oh my God. For me, I mean, like this is a deal breaker for me. And and if the answer is not me, I'm just gone. It's over. Right. It's just over. And I might be hurt and have to deal with that, but it's done. It doesn't make sense necessarily. Well, but no, it's I definitely mean, I think everybody would want to be the one they save in the burning building. Yeah. Although, you want to be I mean, it's kind most. of silly. 
right? It is. Right? It's not, there's never going to be a burning building when Nick can only see one person. Right, it's but it's, it's your hierarchy. It is. That's, it is. that's your point. Yes. And, and you want to be at the top of the food chain when the building starts to light up. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I want to know I am the first one to be saved by you. I, I don't really want to get into this, but I'm just going to make a note here. Look how passive that sentence is. It seemed practically evil to have so much sex with someone who you'd who you would later allow to burn to death. Why does she not say it seemed practically stupid to have so much sex with someone who would let you burn yes. let me burn to death. Who would not save me. Would not save me. Yeah. Mm. That is passive. Let me burn to yes. death. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it seems and she's blaming him. It's evil of you, Nick. Not it's stupid of me to continue yes. to do this. Yes, it's you, your yeah. fault. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. your fault. You're, it's your problem. Whew. I know, I know, I know, I know. And then, oh, the, after, as if that realization isn't enough, on the same freaking page. Do you have this marked? No. Too? No, oh God, because it's so torturous. Now I saw it differently. Oh, same page. Yeah, he, oh, I've got that. He didn't mind me knowing that he loved someone else. He wanted me to know. But he was horrified by the idea that Melissa would find out about our relationship. It was something he was ashamed of, something he wanted to protect her from. I was sealed up in a certain part of his life that he didn't like to look at or think about when he was with other people. That's really, that's, oh, that's rough. Yes, it's rough, but mm. yet doesn't change. Yeah, anything. no, I know. Yeah, I know. I, Does he I love, love his, uh, I See? He does. And yet, if that's how love looks, it doesn't seem worth a whole mm-hmm. lot to me. Oh, God, this is Rocco. Or Rosso. Rosso. What? This is when she has sex with the other guy. Oh. Okay, so I will I t- blocked it out. <laughs> I did. I just completely blocked it out. Okay. It didn't happen. I am okay with that, though. I actually agree with you. So... This is when she has sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. I actually truly believe that this meant nothing. Yes, 100%. You th- I, I just threw my bug. What? I just threw my bug. Oh, God. Wait, then how can sex with someone else be a deal breaker for you? How can cheating be a deal breaker? She's not really with. I mean, they're not. They're, they're, are they even together right now? Are they? <laughs> I threw it again. I mean, I, I don't know. But are, if are Melissa they... had sex with Nick, if Nick and Melissa had sex, wouldn't you think that was a betrayal? Of Francis. Yes. Because. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to throw it again. Wait, I wait. I can't. I got to stop. I wait, gotta stop. Doesn't she okay. do this, though, because he's told her that he's having sex with Melissa, or did we not no, get to that part? Gone to oh. It no. Okay. I thought it was like a. I forgot. I was thinking no. it was like a retaliation no. thing. No. No. Um, I mean, they are like. <laughs> To bring up friends, they are on a break. I was just going to say, aren't they on a break? I, They're on a break. So, so it's she's, so, yeah, so it's okay. Oh God, this is I, not the same I can't, thing. I can't, They're on a break. I can't. They're on, I can't that's what I was I saying. Can't. Aren't they on a break? I can't. I mean, <laughs> what makes them on a break, though? Because they were, weren't they? One page later, I forgive you. Yeah, yeah, see? So they're not on a break. I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) I thought they were on a break. I thought this one was definitely But I just think I'm just trying to uncover that I have a suspicion that a lot of things are double standards for you. Oh, yes, but there's another. He calls her out on that at some point, and maybe it's the end, where somewhere he basically says, like, well, 
or she says you love someone else like but you're in love with someone else and he was like well so are you but he's basically you just didn't want me to be in love with someone like it was yeah. okay for you to be okay. in love with bobby i don't remember that yeah i have it wherever yeah. it is later and so he he's yeah she's she's definitely as double standards yeah. and by she i mean me <laughs> It just seemed like such a throwaway. Like it wasn't a real thing. But there's no throwaways in Sally Rooney's books. <laughs> I, you know what she I mean. means to make you think about something. Yes, I, that's fair. Right? That's fair. That is true. I don't know. And I glossed over it because I don't want to think about it. Right. Probably blinders. Yep, blinders. See, put them on. Put Sorry, them on. can't deal with Francis Sorry, doing that. Only not, Nick. Yeah, exactly. Only, with his wife. Right, but that and that'll well, make you angry. Yeah. Well, yeah. that get, does get me angry when we get to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Oh my gosh. Oh boy. What's 209. Two, is, this is what. Do you want me to hurt you? Yes. And, and you can do whatever you want with me. I'm, is, that has to be an exact thing that Marianne said. I'm, I, I believe that's another one is. of those where I'm like, she's using the same yeah. lines. Like yeah. if someone analyzes on the internet, I'm sure someone has that there are exact lines. We gotta I think, find that person. In all. They make each other feel bad. They are in love. They make each other feel good. But they also make each other feel bad. And I'm not even talking about the, the hitting or hurting. I'm talking about like being mean to yeah, each other yeah but it's all but in both of them the the woman is saying you know do you like sorry about hurting yes. me and then the guy is so confused you want me to hurt I you know, yes. that's it's like i know and then it turns into like a weird thing between them and, yeah, yeah yeah right but 209 is the real freaking killer for me the problem isn't that you're married the problem is that i love you and you obviously don't love me she's wrong but she's right i think he does love her so it's kind of unfair to just say, you don't love me. What she means is you don't, you don't love, love me, me the most. The most. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says you're being unbelievably dramatic. I know. I thought the Aries and you would not like that. I didn't. She can be dramatic. I didn't like it. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Fuck you. Well, and she doesn't either. She says, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had continued to let him have sex with yeah. me whenever he wanted out of desperation and a naive hope that he didn't understand what he was inflicting on me. Now even that hope was gone. He knew that I loved him that he was exploiting my tender feelings for him and he didn't care. Mm -hmm. There was nothing to be done. I mean, I don't know that that's really true, but it's not untrue. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. That's why being loved second place is not. It's confusing. It's It's fraught. fraught. I like Mm -hmm. that word. It is. I like that word. It is very fraught. Oh, but speaking of fraught and speaking of he does... I mean, I don't know. Then they have this exchange on 223. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I, I know I'm not a great guy, he said, but I do love you, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course I do. I'm sorry I didn't tell you before, but I didn't know if you wanted to hear it. I'm sorry. And she's smiling. Since when have you loved me, I said. Since I met you, I would think. And mm-hmm. if I wanted to be philosophical oh. about it, I'd say I'd loved you before I then. love that. Yeah. yeah. But, but wait. Oh, you're making, making me, me very, very happy. happy. Am I? He said, that's good. I want to make you very happy. But so is he telling the truth? Or is he just saying something to make, make her happy? Right. Because this is all, well, you've suffered enough. Let's be happy. Let's be very happy from now on. Mm-hmm. Literally one paragraph later, we get the email from Melissa. Mm-hmm. Fah, earth shattering email. Yeah. And she basically says... Because he had just told Melissa. That was on, right on that other prior page, too. But yeah. He wanted her to know, I told her. Yes. Now the wife knows. Yes. And then Fran- he says, you know, I do love you. I've loved you since before I knew you. And then Melissa goes on to say, he will say whatever mm. 
because he wants to make people feel good. Yeah. And this was harrowing for me. You went for this was very Sally Rooney too. From yeah. one page, like oh, you just read the of, highest. I'm like, that was the best. Oh my god, that was their best, best moment. Together. Best moment. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Expressing love, and I'm like, and yeah. something so sweet. Like yes. I do love you. Of course I do. I'm sorry I didn't tell you before. I've loved you since before. Even then, even before yeah. I laid eyes on you. And then she just rips oh, the rug out from man. under us and has the wife say he has a weak personality and compulsively tells, tells people, people what they, they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, so was it all untrue? I mean, obviously she has her own agenda and is pissed. But yeah. you also, as you read this whole thing, she also sounds like a person who knows him really yes. well. Because uh, she does. Yes. And a lot of it, you're like, ooh, that. That yeah. rings true. Yeah. I mean, she says, I'm not angry with you, but it's important to know. And she also says this fucking killer line. I want to put this in an email because I don't trust Nick to be straight with you. I know. We, uh, uh, Nick doesn't want to leave me and I don't want to leave him. We're going to keep living together and being married. So if you have these fantasies, Francis, get them out of your mind. And then she says, so then you're like, all right. And then it's like, equally, if you're sleeping with him because you believe his affection proves you to be a good person Mm. or even a smart or attractive person, you should know that Nick is not primarily attracted to good looking or morally worthy people. Jesus, like, wow, that's an insult. Yeah, but I I don't think she's intending to insult her as much as she is leading to the next sentence, was he likes partners who take complete responsibility for all his decisions. And then when she says, I'm sure you find his total acquiescence charming now, Mm. but over the course of a marriage, it actually becomes exhausting. Exhausting. And I can completely see that. So she's like, you're just in this little honeymoon phase. Let me tell you how this feels after years. Terrible. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Right? Oh, but this too. Well, Fighting with him is impossible because he's pathologically submissive and you can't scream at him without, without hating, hating yourself. yourself. Oh, which is so true. Yeah. You yell at someone like that and then you you just feel terrible. Terrible. Oh, yeah. God. It just, because they're like a wall yes. and they bounce it back to you. Yes, and then you're like, oh, I They don't awful. take it in. Yeah, if somebody screams back at you and is a jerk too, you're like, cool, that's more right. equal. Like, let's get into this. Oh, yeah, and then she says, I'm not angry at you, but she also says, like, I, I'm, I'm crying copiously, mm-hmm. not only in fits and starts, but for sustained periods of over an hour each. She yeah. doesn't think that this is equal to what had happened in her affairs. I think this is very resonating for a lot of people, too. I've become so used to seeing him as pathetic and yeah. even contemptible that I forgot anybody else could love him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean... I think people that's that what happens, happens in right, marriage in, in long term marriages. marriages and that's yeah. why people stray cuz the other person the new person doesn't look at them as contemptible and pathetic and I'm tired of you yeah. they look like a shiny new toy exactly exactly uh, i mean it, this was just how about I, the alcoholic father yeah thing? like i wonder if we're the same and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if we gravitate towards Nick because he gives us a sense of control that was lacking, lacking in, in childhood. childhood. So then she's getting deep. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Which is something that what this is where I could relate. This entire email felt like something I would a hundred percent write. This, so it's unbelievable. This yeah. email. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then are you making my husband better, Francis? On the next page, what gives you the right to do that? Oh. And then she goes through all the ways in which he actually has improved. Yes. He had been depressed before and yeah. like laying on the couch and all this stuff, and now he's like going to the gym and yeah. he's awake and he's chatting. It's yeah. like actually made their relationship better. Yeah. 
But then she really gets yeah. ugly here. <laughs> like, I didn't think about my husband into younger women. I never noticed it before. 21 is young. But if you were 19, would he have still done it? And, like, if he was a couple of years younger and she... I, I mean, it's, it is a dicey age gap. Now, they're both on the right side of the quote-unquote law. Mm. But I don't know. I like how she says later she, when she reread it, she skips over that part, <laughs> which I understand. It's it's kind of hard to process in this particular relationship. At least for me, it was. Too. Yeah, and then she's like, I think most of all, I'm shocked that he doesn't want to do the easy thing and leave you. Mm-hmm. That's how I know I've been replaced. Yeah, he says he still loves me, but if he doesn't do what I say anymore, then how can I believe him? Oh, oh, mm, yeah, yeah. It's a great question. Yeah, uh, but is that? maybe the first time you're going to find real love together because it's real love is not about just doing whatever you say. Right, right. I know. Yeah. And for Nick, you're probably indistinguishable from happiness. Mm, Yes. Yes. Yeah. So she sees him. She thinks Nick just sees Francis as happiness. Yeah. Which is, it is. It's it's intertwined for him. When he found that, that's when he was Mm -hmm. happy. Mm Mm-hmm. God, I forgot. It goes on another freaking page. I know, page. I know. Oh, Lord. But, I yeah. mean, at the end, she says she does want him to be happy. Of course, how could I not have known? But I always said I wanted him to be happy. And now I know it was true all along. I, I do, do want, want that. that. Yeah. Even when it looks like this, I still want it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's yeah, so many emotions it's, in this. It, it goes just, the whole gambit. Which I just think is accurate. I mean, I don't think she's going to settle here. This is her finding out relatively early on she's going through the whole spectrum of emotions right i'm not i i'm angry i'm not angry i'm upset i'm sad i want him to be happy i I don't understand why he likes you that was a lot in that email oh god i have something asterisk here oh i guess then it gets into yeah now you're getting into like some of his past like when he got in the psychiatric unit we start seeing mm-hmm. hearing more about what he was like when he first uh, met her which yeah. i had talked about before like on 250 yeah sort of like the pathetic state he was in like worthless p- pathetic mm-hmm. um and he felt like this sort of explained why he isn't always able to be expressive yeah i know he said I at know. this point yeah when but then it's like chicken with egg right it's like that the reason he couldn't is probably why he got to that state yeah but then he was just yeah he just like that's that was the spot i was when you met me mm-hmm. oh yeah see, and that's where i'm like oh okay so he was looking for someone to pull him out of this rut yeah 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 what about on 266 and 267 this is the party now it's nick's birthday and they're being unsurprising they're being a little awful to each other and he's saying, oh, he's calling her to tell her that he slept with Melissa, right? Is oh, yes. That happens in 261. Exactly. Yeah. He thought it, he thought it would be a good idea yes. to tell her. Yeah. He figured she wanted to know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. And then, <laughs> and then she says, I don't, I just don't have feelings concerning whether you fuck your wife or not. Mm-hmm. It's not an emotive topic for me. Okay, he said. I mean, I'm sure he just says okay, but I think, okay. Mm -hmm. You want me to have feelings about it because you were jealous when I slept with someone else and it made you insecure that I'm not jealous. 
And, I mean, she's lying here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, what she says before on the bottom of 265, I didn't know what I wanted from him. What I seemed to want, though I didn't like to believe this, was for him to renounce every other person and thing in his life and pledge himself to me (laughs) exclusively. (laughs) This was outlandish, basically. You're like, yeah. "Yeah." And then, like, she doesn't really want that. But I understand, like, the impulse, you know, for to... It, to think that way. I mean, I'm sort of wired like that. Right. Like, love me, acknowledge your love for me. Yeah. It's better than anyone else's. But then here she comes and says, "It's I don't have I don't have any feelings concerning whether you fuck your wife or yeah, not. That's a complete lie. lie. That is a defense mechanism. Yeah. I just, oh yeah, like pretending See, you don't care. Sideways. Yeah, that is, yeah, sideways. I, I wrote lying. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, yeah. It is. Yeah. She's completely lying. Yes. And I'm like, no, don't do it. And then he says, like, oh. she's being hostile. And she says, you're interpreting your failure to hurt me as hostility on my part. That's interesting. The line right before she <gasps> says, I felt like he was lying on the floor and I was tearing his body apart with my smiling my teeth. teeth. Yes. So she knows what she's doing. Yes. Yeah, just, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I'm just finding you kind of hostile, he says. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He didn't say anything for so long then that I was afraid I had gone too far, that he would tell me I was not a nice person, that he had tried loving me and it wasn't possible. Ah, uh, that's just like she's pushing him. And yeah. Pushing him. Yes. Yeah. No reason. I mean, well, because she's not getting what she she's wants. She's not getting what she wants. Oh, boy. And then she gets, shows up to the party. And I'll come back to one piece on this page, 268. But the the Nick and oh, Francis yeah. part is Nick saw me, our eyes met. I felt like it. I felt like it. Oh, it felt like always a key turning hard inside me. But this time, I hated the key, and I hated being opened up to anything. That is a great being seen. Yeah, as line. a bad exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's an even better one if you ask me on yeah. two seventy five. By the way, though, yes. you know I love a good line about being seen, and I yeah. want uh, you read that, and you're like, okay, yes, Nick sees her, yeah. like to the point where it's painful. But I still think in the end that Bobby really sees her more, even though that is a great line about mm. Nick seeing her. But mm. I don't do we know. Have another line. I don't on know that? if that's true, but. 275. Oh, yeah. I was like an empty cup. Oh, this Which Nick me. had emptied I out. Can't even. And now I had to look at what had spilled out of me. All my delusional beliefs about my own value and my pretensions to being a kind of person I wasn't. While I was full of these things, I couldn't see them. Now that I was nothing, only an empty glass, I could see everything about myself. That is where... A mirror is a bad thing. Yeah. 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 Well, like, it's bad, but she, it's good though. She has to be able to see her, I these guess. parts of herself that she doesn't want to see. It's painful. I don't know if yes. it's bad. Yes. Yeah. But this is right after the breakup, right? This yeah. is when they break up again, right on the page before. Maybe we shouldn't see each other anymore. Yes. Another yeah. miscommunication. But, because, but though he says, can I ask you something? Do you want me to leave her? And she says, no, no. I don't. Yeah. But this is again, like. Yeah, I know. I know. Sideways. Sideways, yeah. 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 I know. Hold Sideways. On. 
So, but later, right after the empty cup, mm-hmm. she, in the next paragraph, she says, ultimately, it didn't matter that Nick had taken the first opportunity to leave me as soon as Melissa wanted him again, or that my face and body were so ugly they made him sick, or that he hated having sex with me so much that he had to ask me to stop halfway through. I mean, now she's just spiraling. Yeah. What my biographers would care about later. <laughs> I thought about all the things I had never told Nick about myself, and I started to feel better then. As if my privacy extended all around me like a barrier protecting my body. Yeah. I was a very autonomous and independent person with an inner life that nobody else had ever touched or perceived. What is this protection with secrets and privacy? And like she believes, she starts to feel better because she's like, oh good, I did, I, I, I didn't tell him everything yeah it was private no yeah i mean i i that's not quite the way i operate she's really i she's reverse engineering that i don't really do that right it's not the same way but i i mean i get the idea of that if there's something you withheld from them then that's something you still have for yourself right privacy is a barrier to protect your body damn yeah whoo i know so we're getting close. The freaking end is so dense. I know. There's a lot. I know. By the way, we're getting the we're getting close to the end of one relationship. I know, but there's so much less on others. I guess this is true. It is true. There's less, but I don't know. So three oh one. Oh, she reveals something about herself, but to ask his advice, make him feel useful. Wait, I have a deep water thing before that. Oh, yeah, good. Wait, tell me. I have, tell me. Remember, you kept asking yes. me on deep water yeah. if they're not, what if it's not love, love. then why are oh. they together? I love this. And I was saying all codependence, talks. I was not making any sense, but I believed there was an answer. But on 291, Bobby's talking about why Melissa and Nick are together. And she says, We didn't know how codependent they were, Bobby said. I mean, they were only ever in it for each other. It's probably good for their relationship to have these dramatic affairs sometimes. It keeps things interesting for them. Yeah, I don't, first of all, I, I can't believe you just quoted Bobby. Oh, Bobby oh, is Do we not the, listen to Bobby least, about anything? I don't, personally. But ultimately, they were always going to go back to this fucked up relationship they have because that's what they're used to, you know? I just feel so mad at them. They treated us like a resource. But yeah, And she says, you're just disappointed we didn't break up their marriage. Yeah, but I'm just saying Because Bobby wanted we- Melissa. Yeah. That, that's a different... It's not this weird fucked up codependent thing. Are they just like I don't know. I I didn't look. I try to be consistent. I didn't see that in Vic and Melinda. Melinda, okay. And I don't see it. I don't see it here either. I don't really. I don't see it in either of them. All right. So around three hundred and three hundred one. That's when she now tells. um, Not she tells Nick knows that um, Bobby and her her girlfriend. uh, Yes. That were yes. Well, he's accidentally. This is where he's accidentally called her. Right. Exactly. Shopping for. Yes, they haven't spoken. Yeah. He accidentally calls her when he means to be calling Melissa, but then they have a chance to chat. And one of the things he says is, you know, I hear you're back together with Bobby. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, she's not my girlfriend as such. We're sleeping together, but I think that's a way of testing the limits of best friendship. I actually don't know what we're doing. It seems to be working okay. Well, but that's about Bobby. and Right, but I'm saying so that she, that then allows her to ask him what she really wants to ask him about Bobby and get advice from him about should I I know but I don't really buy that do you believe that do you think she wanted Nick's advice I do oh, think... Nick the guru well, not the passive pathologically submissive well, worthless she person wa- she wants to ask someone what she's bothering her that she's keeping this from Bobby so why is she asking Nick what to do about it I don't about? believe it I don't believe it so you think she's making up something to have a conversation with yes him? I do 
I do. Interesting. I do. I actually think it could be as so so nasty as to be manipulative because she's like trying to make him feel useful and the way to make him feel good. The way make make Nick feel good and he will love you. Right. Right. Oh. I mean, he's already said to the effect. Right. To that effect. And then they, you know, then they. Does it have to be so complicated? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we got to come back to this. This is the ending ending. Right. First, right. first we got to go back to Bobby and Francis. Mm, Bobby and Francis. So first I said to you, that was a twist that I did not see coming. We'll go back to their relationship, but it was a twist I did not see coming. And as I said in the beginning of this one, I should have seen it coming. Clear, the book starts with Bobby and Francis. Mm-hmm. And it is so, there are so many clues as uh, we were preparing for this that I just ignored. But I did not expect them. And you were like, very resistant when we were emailing. You were like, what? They're friends. They're, of course, they would, you would be, yeah. they would be friends again. I was like, yeah, I meant the sex part. Yeah, I was just not <laughs> that focused on the sex part. I know. But I, know. I think that was the point like they didn't in the whole book they hadn't had sex we knew they were once girlfriends right Mm -hmm. but not in any point did they go to that place again and now here they go to this place right that was shocking it is shocking except it's still all blurred by like really are they just friends we're not girlfriend what is it (sighs) so i'm just like so maybe they're just having sex like they i don't know i think their (sighs) intimacy has always been my God, something are you very strong. Are you Bobby? No, yeah, I guess wow. so. I guess so. I, I find I st- that shocking to even suggest. Yeah, I just think they have that kind of relationship where they could easily float in and out of that at any point. Like they kissed at one point during yes, it. Yes, but kissing so just, is very I know, different it is. than sex. And but also, just, they happen to live together. Yes, and then that's true. She moves from the guest bedroom to her, her bedroom, room, right. which signals something more than friendship. Yes, yes no. and they are having sex on a regular basis yeah no it definitely changed but it doesn't shock me because for them to go back and forth and that kind of thing and their levels of intimacy that never happened though in the whole course of the book that never happened they were they were girlfriends in high school yeah then they broke up and they were never they did not float back and forth yes until the end of the book i'm just saying i when i got to it i wasn't like holy shit i was shocked yeah. I was really shocked. But so, but you were shocked by Francis and Nick reuniting. And I didn't find that shocking at oh, all yeah. because the way I saw it was Bobby had rejected Francis. And so, of course, she would rope him in. But Bobby has rejected Francis, but they're still dating and sleeping together. So No, not at this point. No. Well, she just said we're not girlfriends. Yeah. Because she doesn't like labels. Yeah, but she laughs at her and is... Yeah, is, but I just think that was Bobby being Bobby. Like, I don't believe in these labels. I don't believe in marriage. I don't believe in, like, we are what we are. Yeah, I, I hear that Bobby would think that, but I think yeah. Francis was really hurt. I don't I think know. Before, 292. Oh, 292. I don't know. What is our sustained by... She, who even gets married at the bottom of 291, says Bobby. It's sinister. Who wants state apparatuses sustaining their relationship? I don't know. What is our sustained by... So that's she's it. challenging. Yeah, that's okay. it. Right. Bobby says, it's exactly what I mean. Nothing. Do I call myself your girlfriend? No. Calling myself your girlfriend would be imposing some prefabricated cultural dynamic on us that's outside our control, you know? 
And she's I thought about, about this, this until the film was over. Right. You're telling me that didn't bother her. You just yeah. naturally think about something for two hours. Oh, okay. Then I said, wait, so does this mean you're wait, not my girlfriend? So does that mean you're not my girlfriend? Right? She laughed. Are you serious? She said, no, I'm not your girlfriend. That's all. I don't I, know how Francis, I mean. And then, you know, I, I understand. Then Philip is upset about it. Right. And, but, so, but also clear there is that she's so preoccupied by the fact that she's even suggesting that they're not girlfriends that she thinks about it through the whole film Mm-hmm. And then she goes to work and talks to Philip about it. Well, it just says Philip said he thought Bobby was my girlfriend. Uh, do I mean, you think Philip sat brought, down at the dinner table? You know what I always yeah. do? I sit down at the dinner table and say, hey. Yeah, I'm not saying you she's guys. like, yeah, whatevs, I don't care. I'm just saying I don't think it's like. I think it's very clear she's extremely preoccupied. Yes, I don't know. But I think yeah. it was like devastated. It was the word. You, I don't know. Yes, she's yeah. definitely preoccupied. Yeah. Rejected. No, she feels rejected. I do yeah. think so. I do think so. But I don't think that, yeah, so you're saying, so that's why. And she, that's what brings her to rope Nick back in. Right. With the whole. But I mean, Let Nick me called, ask you a question. I mean, she didn't call Nick. Right. But, but she could have said, she, oh, mistake. Yeah. Good to talk to yes. you. Glad you're well. Yeah, but I What did she say? Can I ask your advice? Yeah, but that's because I think <laughs> no. she does still oh, have God, feelings for Nick so too. Bad. What do you think, like. No, I, I I think she chose to rope him in because she felt rejected by Bobby. Yeah. I think Bobby drives this entire, everything that Francis does in this entire novel. So let's talk about some of this, okay? Francis and Bobby. Bobby. And it obviously starts very early. Page eight. When Bobby talked about me, it felt like seeing myself in a mirror for the first time. Hmm. I mean, Hmm. like... There's a lot of being seen kind of things with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is what she... And that's from an early age. I mean, that's yeah. very pivotal. That yes, that's and and that is how she remembers kind of finding herself, mm-hmm. right? And then page twenty, she's comparing herself against Bobby, and she's saying like Bobby wanted me to know that Melissa had been in touch with her when I hadn't. It it did impress me, which she wanted me to. But it, it also, but I also felt bad. I knew Melissa liked Bobby more than she liked me, and I didn't know how to join in their new friendship without debasing myself for their attention. Oh, mm. I wonder how you can do that. Have sex with Melissa's husband. There you go. Well, that's fair. If you go back after this revelation and look at these beginning parts, yeah, that's a clue. That's a clue. It's a huge clue. I didn't know how to join in their new friendship without debasing myself for their attention. So she goes for the other person. Right, right. It just seems... Which makes everybody jealous. Yeah. And gets attention. Yes. And is not motivated out of love in and of itself. It's motivated out of a desire to make Bobby feel, like to do something to Bobby. Right. Right? So that's the motivation. But then when she's with him, you think she does love him. Again, is second love love? I do think as much as Nick wouldn't save Francis. Francis wouldn't wouldn't save save Nick. Right. I think she would save Bobby. Yeah. Bobby is her first love. Yeah. And Melissa is his first love. Yeah. So they're each other's second love. Yes. Which is a great. Yeah. It's, great. it's better than it's the other way around. Yeah. It was not consistent. Yeah. And then, I mean, so 
there's so many other little clues that I just think are, are, are even more compelling. When Bobby and Francis wait, are arguing, no, wait, that's, no, oh, no, 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 yeah, 186, this is it, 186, she, Francis and Nick are kind of on the outs, 185 too, right? And she says, wait, where is it that she's searching for love? That's 173. Oh, 173. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When she puts all the emails into a text. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where it starts. So that night I decided to start reading my old instant message conversations with Bobby. And what does she search? Yeah. Oh, she searched love. love. All caps. I'm like, mm hmm. Yeah. And this is same on 186. What does she search? Feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know. This is like, she doesn't do those things. She talks online to Nick. Why isn't she searching his right. messages? Right. I think they have years of IMs of, to go back through. But yes, but she, but she it went should to be the most, effort. But it should be most immediate that. If she's fighting with Nick, why is she going to Bobby's stuff? Right, right. Why not go look for evidence between the two of them? Yeah, no, because Bobby's her person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's also, I mean, there's a lot about their relationship, but I feel like I want to go to the, oh, the email. Okay. That she writes. Oh, and then also when, when she's Bobby's eviscerating Camille, she says... Francis says to her, if I could talk like you, I would talk all the time. And then she kisses her. Bobby kisses her. And she says, I accepted the kiss. Very mm-hmm. passive. Yes. Yeah. That, that I thought was. Yeah. There's my favorite line on 218. Are we there yet? No, go ahead. That's the one um, that made me cry that I, oh, I yes. sent yes. to you. I was just reading it. And I was like, oh, God. It says, the fact that she had noticed this gave me a kind of confidence, but also served to demonstrate that nothing about me was impenetrable to Bobby. When it came to sordid or mundane things, she might be slow to notice, but real changes that occurred inside me were never hidden from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that reminds me of Corinne. Yes. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I, I think that that's the mirror for someone yes. who needs like that outside reflection to like the cup, yes. you know, like to have it all emptied out. And this is where we talked about normal people. It's the first time we talked about mirror being like a good thing or mirror being like something you don't really want to look at. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, God, why do I? I don't want to see those things again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have something before. Oh, so when she writes the story, Francis writes the story. Yeah. And Bobby's really hurt. She tears the pages in half and she leaves. I mean, there's obviously something going on here before there's really anything going on meaning mm-hmm. like there the feelings are are there and bobby is hurt by francis's characterization of her which we don't get entirely other than just like she's got power over me she hurt me basically mm-hmm. right and then 268 what do i have there but even before that yeah. i did like which i think i said earlier this was like 220 when francis is sick and bobby is helping her and she calls Nick Nick. Mm -hmm. and and I you know that's when she said I loved them both so much in this moment well she hears she hears Bobby out there saying to Nick like 
basically like, you know, be nice to her. She's, yeah, she's had this and yeah. they were both really looking out for her. Yes. And she said, I love them both so much in this moment that I wanted to appear in front of them like a benevolent ghost mm-hmm. and sprinkle blessings into their lives. Thank you both. You're my family now. Mm. And so I do feel like they both, this maybe isn't you can love two people at the same time. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it's one of those. It's a different kind of love. It's maybe different hierarchies. But that in the end, I did, that was an example for me of proof maybe that you can love two people. But maybe it is just in the way that I love them and that they're both there for me. Yeah. Kind of family thing. But yeah, see, that's how I read it the first time. And then once I knew what happens at the end again the the twist that i'm saying mm-hmm. that then when i read it back to prepare for this every there were so many things that made me think it was so much more than that mm-hmm. and things i hadn't realized like do you did you realize when she goes to nick's birthday party 268 she sees melissa right i think this is the, yeah this is the birthday party and this is 268 so melissa has already emailed about Nick mm-hmm. and like he's never gonna leave me and we're together she says I stared at Melissa and a shiver of oh. nausea ran over my skin I hated that Bobby had been emailing her mm-hmm. it made me want to step on her foot very hard and then look her in the face and deny that I, I had love- done it <laughs> and she would look at me and know that I was evil and insane and this is about Bobby. Yeah. This is not Being about mm-hmm. Nick. Mm-hmm. Which you would think that she would hate Melissa for... Being married to Nick. Nick. No, she's just like... Emailing Bobby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, would not have picked up on the first time around. No. I agree with that. And no. now you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. That's what's going to make you evil and insane? That That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. wherever she felt about Nick, it was so pale in comparison to Bobby and how I didn't see it. I didn't either. Yeah. I yeah. know. Is that our own bias or something? I don't know. I Well, no, the whole book is set up really about them. Right. right? It right. really is. And then oh, 285 the is the it's email. The email. Oh, God. Wait. What about this? When you broke up with me, I felt you beat me at a game we were playing together, and I wanted to come back and beat you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's that speaks to my competitive oh, nature. Gosh. Yeah. 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 I, I. The truth is that I love you, and I always have. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that was that the moment when you were like, oh, oh my god, or did you need the sex part for it to be the twist? Where was the twist really for you? I mean, no, it was the sex part. It was right. definitely the sex part because this, to me, again, could have just been really close friendship intimacy right like i love you Mm -hmm. like you're my you're my person you're my best friend in you know and more than just like best friend but not romantic right so it was definitely the sex for me that that was felt like the twist right but then the end of that email gets your classic sally rooney of but she was talking about how I had been thinking in terms of couples, but mm-hmm. now I see that nothing consists of two people or even three. My relationship with you is also produced by your relationship with Melissa and with Nick and your childhood self, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. I wanted things for myself because I thought I existed. Yeah. And then it ends with, is it possible we could develop an alternative model of loving each other? I'm not drunk. Please write back. I love, <laughs> I love you. you. <laughs> I love <laughs> And I love her response. That was a weird email, but, but I, love I love you too. too. <laughs> I did love that. So great. Yeah. So, so you're not, I don't know. So you don't sound at all convinced. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
you don't sound at all convinced that the, her real love is Bobby and Bobby. Oh no, I do. Oh, you are. Okay. I do. Well, I was not convinced of it when I read it. Right. Same thing. I did not. I was very focused on the Francis and Nick. Okay. And who did he love her and Melissa? Did she love? Her? I I thought for most of the time that it was that Bobby and her had a real intimacy and connection, right. and it was the, you know this female friendship. But they'd also had a relationship. But I. I now afterwards, yeah, I did. I was like, oh, I just missed all that. Yeah, I don't. I just, but but you don't think she Bobby drives everything? No, I think now that you said that, I can see that. I did. I definitely didn't see it when I was no, reading it. No, so now I, you I'm can't like, this have seen it the right? first time you until can't. that's what I think it makes it a twist. Yeah, because it then casts a different light on like page one, right, starting from right, page one. Right, it's like the whole thing. You could re imagine the whole thing and I didn't even think of the whole she wants to stomp on Melissa's foot and all of those things I think really shows that she was her first love and and that whole the idea of like I didn't know how to be in their relationship so what I did was find Nick right no and I think Bobby has some great like observations about her that Nick would never sort of get like that's why Mm -hmm. I do think the being seen like you know, she said something like, you underestimate your own power so you don't have to blame yourself yeah. for treating mm-hmm. other people badly. She said something, too. I forget about how whenever you, when you like someone, you make them feel like they're different from everybody yeah, else. Like not everyone you like is special. Yeah, yeah, she has, like, some good observations oh, yeah. about she does. Francis. She does. She does. The ending we talked about a little bit, I, I thought, I, I, you thought it was the best one. Yes. The best one, even... It, even better than normal people. I did. I've I really liked normal people's yeah. ending. We had a I fierce know. debate I about did. it, yeah. as you may recall. <laughs> and it was principally because I think our difference was that I found it hope I think everyone finds it ambiguous. Yes. Ambiguous. Yes. And that is frustrating for yes. for a lot of people. I think the series helped that. We talked about that a lot. They it did feel a, different. it was it, it felt, it felt less unclear yes but for me when I read it I did find it hopeful but still the ambiguity kind of bothered me this I just feel like what I can't I'm like literally like on the edge of my seat what did you feel so I felt like first of all I guess I I was surprised that Nick came back and I kind of thought we were done with him which would have been fine I guess it would have possibly been a Sally Rooney novel to have been like you know, whatever. Yeah. But what I loved about it was this whole conversation, which starts at the end around 304, of what does it mean for a relationship to work out? Mm-hmm. And it does happen to be between Nick and Francis, but I just enjoy the content of the mm-hmm. conversation yeah. more. Because um, I, I think that's a really inter- interesting question. What does it mean? I mean, because the world tells us a relationship, relationship only works out yeah, if, if, it's, if it doesn't end, if it never ends. Yeah. Because if it ends, then people say, oh, that didn't work out. Yeah. But what if you, you know, and then there was the, he said, well, what if you love someone else, though? Like, he loved Melissa. Right. And you said, well, I, I loved love someone else, yeah. too, mm-hmm. Francis says. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't want me to. So I also liked that there was, they were finally, I thought, like, saying some real things. I always say to you, like, it's a relief to me, I think, when they actually yeah. aren't talk being that painful picking fight talking or the miscommunication. It felt like a little bit more of a honest conversation. But then there was the bomb, like, to me, where she says, 
when they're talking about what does it mean to work out, mm -hmm. um, if two people make each other happy, then it's working, mm -hmm. Francis says. And then he gives her a compliment, you know, tell, tells her that story, which I loved, about the first night. Because, you know, one of the things she says to him, you, you never give me yeah, compliments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells the story of after that kiss. How he waited. How he yeah. waited, which mm -hmm. I liked. And then this, you live through certain things before you understand them. You can't always take the analytical position. Yeah. And... I tend to take the analytical position so, on but things. Wait, what? I'm still not getting a sense. Like, what do you think? Like, is this happy? They're together. They're, this no, is I good. Think, I don't. Yeah, I know. I think it's like they can have a relationship, some form of a relationship and be happy from it and get what they need out of it. And that that is potentially could be something. It's not he's not you leaving don't Melissa. Think this is she's the not beginning leaving. of the same cycle. It could be. I don't know. I mean, now it, it depends how they then. This is always true. This was true of Marianne and Connell. It depends right, then what, what they, they do yeah. with this. If they keep doing the same things, well, yeah. then no, it probably is the same cycle. And I, I think, think your problem the, there was yeah. you never believe that these people have learned enough, I guess, the, the next time around to not do the same thing all over again. Yeah, I no, not, that was how I felt in normal people. Right. This one, I don't quite feel that way. I just feel like there may be a little bit more like eyes open not yes. not wide open but yeah, but open, but, open. Mm -hmm. but i also think that there's just no for me in normal people i was like are they soulmates are they like mm -hmm. the one yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. these and that's what you wanted to think about whether yes. it would in the future yes. and all that and this to me there's no doubt yeah. They're right. not. Right. So, They're not soulmates. So you're like, what's the best case scenario here? Uh, yes. Yeah. That they get, that they get, they get. Hook up some? Or like, that they find, as she says, ways to make each other happy. I mean. I don't know. You know, I, I don't value happiness all that I know, much. but Sally like, Rooney writes this. If two people make each other happy, then it's working. Do you? Right. You, I think it's a lie. Yeah. I think they're lying to it themselves so that they can, just like she was, we're, wasn't it right before she was lying right before or was that a different exchange I, I think the point is that they're lying to themselves just like she's manipulating being like oh let me ask you this question I can't you know, believe you think she's manipulating yeah that. I, do. I do I think she's really struggling with what how to to tell Bobby she doesn't want there's a whole parts on that about how she doesn't want to she wants to hide it from her because she doesn't want she wants to be normal and right. she doesn't want her to see the dark parts for this this drawer next to the bed where she but hides all Bobby, the pills. But she also Bobby said earlier that nothing is impenetrable. Bobby knows everything before Francis knows. Yeah, it. so she's then at best she's fooling herself. She is, I think, because she's afraid of what will happen and if why she lets would, her see the bad parts. I don't think that's true. I think she knows Bobby sees them. No, no one sees and them why, more than so Bobby. So she's just going through this whole thing about how she feels. I mean, because this yeah. is not in relation to Nick when she's doing it, when she's like struggling it with is. the, I'm hiding all this stuff from her. But she's talking to Nick in order to make Nick feel useful. That's later. I'm saying before that, though, she is, there is a whole discussion. I mean, in I mean, not discussion, but her... Mm -hmm talking about how she never told Bobby about the ultrasound. She doesn't want to be, like, sick in yeah. front of her. So yeah. she has that drawer where she hides all the dark parts of herself. Yeah. So she oh, was yeah, yeah. struggling with this, meaning before she even get, Nick gets on the phone. I don't think she's struggling. I think she knows the right thing to do, and she doesn't want to do it. And I don't she think that Nick was ever going to bring anything to that conversation. Oh, I think he had the best line, though, in response to that. 
the what? illusion of control. Yes, yeah. I thought that was so good. You underestimated. I think she knew yeah. that. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. think. I don't think she. I thought that was a good line. I did think too, but yeah, like you're deceiving. Yeah, you're deceiving her just for the illusion of control. Yeah, yeah. I I think she is trying to control Bobby's perception of her yes. by keeping this from her. I know. Yes, she I also should agree know with that. that. That I just don't she, think that's why she's talking to Nick about. It. Yeah, I, I just, just feel like she has no one else to talk to, and this is weighing on her. So she says to him, "I think she and he knows, knows Bobby too." But, so, do you, so you think she'll do something differently as a product of talking to Nick about it? Yeah, I think now she'll tell her. Oh God, no! She's gonna go have sex with Nick. Right. She's not gonna tell Bobby right. anything. Not about that, but you no. two will tell her about. No. Oh no, she's gonna be feeling fine about herself for having sex with Nick, and she's just gonna go and. But so she'll the never tell Bobby that. I do. So then I think she can never have a real relationship with Bobby. Or you I, think Bobby just knows because he sees? I, I don't she think sees. it matters. I don't think it matters. I don't. Th- that's be- way beyond what I, I can read into this yeah. book, but. I don't know. I think about hiding parts of yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Yeah, but I don't think that's new information that Nick is providing to her. Yeah, I just think this idea of her purposely doing it to make him feel special and useful, that never occurred to me. Yeah. Yeah. But what will come of it, I don't know. I just liked this whole idea of what makes a relationship work and... And can you get parts, things from people? Mm-hmm. That's why you have, I guess, this, sec- this second mm-hmm. choice, second place one. <laughs> They're bringing you some happiness, some parts of, of, of feelings that you don't have in the first one. Yeah, I don't know. But or do people just think that if you're going for a second one, there's things missing in the first one? Yeah, that's what I struggle with. But I am also the kind of person that doesn't believe that like your partner can give you should all the give, things. No, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You're you should not expect one person to be everything for you. You're right. confident. You're mm-hmm. every single thing about whatever. But. This seems like splitting the baby, like splitting the thing you're supposed to have with mm-hmm. one person. Right. And so because so it's one person no matter what. I mean, what's doomed? doomed. Bobby well, and I know what's Bobby doomed? and Francis, are they doomed? I don't Francis know. and Nick, are they doomed? Yeah, I don't see any of these being the like end all be all. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, what we did say offline that I think once I see it I'm going to see Joe Alwyn and I'm suddenly going to be a huge Looney Nick and Francis fan. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have pretty much talked about our, our normal first three segments. Francis, mm-hmm. scenes, and damage. What she said, Sally Rooney. I, you would think we had run out We've of... exhausted first of all, this topic. First of all, Sally Rooney doesn't do interviews. She has like five interviews, and somehow we keep finding new. She material. does print interviews. She does some, but not I know. a lot. With each book, a few. So yeah. you're you're you've got yeah. Although early on, mm. there are some clips from uh, around this book because yes, I think then I did she see. she I did, did do see. some more. Then before probably she realized the process was painful for her, and then yeah. she doesn't want to talk to reporters anymore. Yeah, but but we uh, we have. Done. Yeah, we've covered it. We have covered it. Yeah. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. And we have new stuff. <laughs> so I... I know. You want to go? Yeah. So I read this interview with her about this book. So that was what I tried to do. I tried to go back to ones that maybe right. I hadn't, hadn't read. read. And this was the question that was posed to her. In a given relationship then, how are things like happiness, frustration, and misunderstanding modulated by the medium of communication being used? Some of the more empowering interactions for Francis seem to happen online. 
but those are also the moments in which mutual understanding tends to fail. And that this different medium of communications, that is another thing I read in a bunch of interviews. Like she, they, they, a lot of people ask her about how she does like to use texts, yeah. emails. Right. And how retro of you. Yes. Right. And regular text. And she said she's a language person, right? A words person. So to her, it's very natural. She, she was like, I don't do that on purpose. That's just to me mimics how people communicate in real life. We communicate via text. We communicate via email, talk on the phone, all the different ways. So, but this point was interesting because then how does it affect for Francis her communications when she does it online and so this was the answer that killed me she said francis is a writer so it made sense to me that she would feel most in control when the interactions were solely textual i also think it's probably because of this sense of control rather than despite it that these conversations run into misunderstanding and conflict francis tends to feel empowered when she can most effectively shut herself off from other people so in a sense, the more power she exercises, the less real communication is taking place. We tend to assume that empowerment, particularly for young women, is intrinsically positive. But there are also positives associated with vulnerability and weakness, particularly in our interpersonal relationships. Frances is, I think, ultimately happier when she allows herself to be weak. Yeah. I mean, I, that's <sighs> ridiculous. So ridiculous. ridiculous. Because this blew my mind because I, again, we're talking about an interpersonal relationships where you're trying to talk about feelings, right? And and that I always say as a person who likes words and likes to write that I can communicate better that way. And in my mind, that was okay, whatever. I'm I'm yeah. a written word person. Who cares that I don't necessarily do as well, in my mind, orally? Right. And what I realize is, of no, no, no. This is because, <laughs> of course, to. you're trying to control it. When I write, I can control how things come out. And interestingly, like Francis, that does tend to lead sometimes to the miscommunications or to less real communication happening because yeah. it is very controlled. I get to pick the words. I get to revise the words. Like right. I am in control of yes. the message. When yes. I have to talk about my feelings to a person orally, it is actually, I've now thought about it since I read yeah, this, yeah. like really fucking terrifying for me oh, and wow. terrible because mm -hmm. this is because I know what's happening. Now I realize it's because I feel out of control. I feel like I'm not saying it right. I feel like I can't get the right words. I feel weak. Like she yeah. says, I feel weak and I feel vulnerable. And what I'm learning here is that Frances is <laughs> ultimately happier when she actually allows herself to be weak because that is how you get to like the good stuff. That's how you get stuff. to the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, yeah. Sally. Yeah. See, for Damn. me, it's just, I am, again, like I do, I, I get that, but there's not the exchange. You know, there's no exchange, and that when it's written, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, but it's, but it's delayed, the, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's different. It's not the and same. And even as with like, instant messaging, something rapid, right? It's still not the same as like. And there's so much room for miscommunication. Yes, well, yeah. there's room for miscommunication. You're in, in real. All you're of right. It, right? It, you're right. We see plenty of scenes yeah. where they're together, and mm -hmm. she says, "Why where, is your dad as right. hot as you?" Right. You know, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. say things you don't mean. Right. But I, I think there's room for miscommunication. All of in all of it, but I think the being weak, being vulnerable is much more being together. 
Yeah. Like, do you feel you feel that too? That you feel more in control because you yeah. you can do both well. I don't I, know how you are the necessarily. I prefer interpre- the conversation yeah, as opposed to the writing. I I mean they kind of serve different purposes, right. but and maybe sometimes one is. But I do one is more appropriate than the other. But it's usually when I want to be more controlled about it. Like yeah. I want yeah. So I get yeah. it. I, I mean I think yeah. this is spot freaking yes, on. Spot it is. on. Spot on. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why they say therapy. Like that's the whole point. It's the it's the act immediacy that you, oh. and the fact that you have to talk out loud oh. and you can't you can't change your words. It's whatever comes off of your subconscious, oh. and whatever words come out, you don't really have time to overthink them. Right? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, that just blew my mind. Yeah. It really blew my mind. And Sally Rooney, I know how she could come up with something else that. So, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know. Mine was such a small little thing, but it really, and it's all, I mean, I'm pretty defensive, clearly. I don't think I realized it until I was looking at this. I'm, I'm, or I did say it when we did Beautiful World, Where Are You? I feel kind of fucked up about how she thinks it's like it, you know calling people insane when they think they know someone that they clearly don't know mm-hmm. and like how we idolize and and think the about celebrities yes mm-hmm. and and treat them like celebrities and they're not and celebrity in itself i don't think she would think is good but i found this very old interview with Sally where she says people often accuse me of t- Talking about my characters as if they're real people, truly an unfortunate habit. And my only defense is that, to me, they are. Mm. Sally, that's how we feel. (laughs) I mean, you're a human being. Yeah. But we have a view of you that is like a character Mm -hmm. and feels real. Feels real. I'm not confused that Sally Rooney doesn't speak to me, doesn't tell Mm -hmm. me these things. I'm not confused about that. But... I do feel like these characters and her as an author are something I have a grasp of. Yes. They, yes. It feels real to me. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not insane. No, you are not. You are not. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah, so the other thing about, uh, this is not first person, but the other thing I wanted to talk about in this section was like this formula of mm-hmm. Sally Rooney. And... I don't know why, for some reason. I guess the third book, the first, the t- first two books that we read. Let's let's be clear. This is the first book, but we read it third. Was it just really hammered things home for me? And I don't know why I didn't see the connections in the first two, but I definitely did by the third one. She has a lot of references to normal, normal people, mm-hmm. right? She. Page 29, things matter to me that more than they do to normal people. Mm-hmm. By the way, P.S., a thought I've had a million times in right. my life. <laughs> and then on page 263, the image I had of myself as a normal person yeah. was gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, talking about class and communism, oh, yeah. very so we didn't Rooney. even We didn't even touch on any of no. those, which no. we could have. Like where she yes. does the little, I don't want to call them little tirades, but yes. about politics and and religion and i mean she goes to the bible in this and you know yes that's very sally rooney very sally rooney communism capitalism a lot of you know debunking Mm -hmm. yeah 
This actually is probably the least of all three. It is, because yeah. I think she was just getting her feet exactly. wet. Exactly, yes. Um, a main character has to um, be washing dishes. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I didn't think of that. It happens. I, I don't know why those scenes stand out so much for me. In Well, in normal people, that's when she gets hit. Mm-hmm. by her brother so like that's traumatic and and like remember memorable. memorable but there's also another one with eileen and simon too felix felix alice and felix, felix it was so hard you. to say it was so hard to say also they need to be completely lacking in ambition but also extraordinary yeah they are, they're very intelligent but they don't want to have a real job what the I don't because she doesn't and 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 they're, but they're writers yes but they it's kind of it's kind well, of there's oh Connell Connell's yeah. the writer yeah yeah Connell's I forgot the about there was a con and uh, and there's a very much yeah struggle about you know honest work versus you know all yep. this but that being a writer is kind of a frivolous thing to do yes it's like embarrassing almost yes she's self-deprecating on her part always a grocery store scene Oh my god! Always a grocery store scene. Mm-hmm. Here, there's multiple, yeah, multiple, multiple. There is oh, is it a resistance self-harm? to ambition? Yes, <laughs> self harm is is definitely in there. The oh gosh, what, wanting to be harmed. We talked about that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, wanting to be hit or and like confusing all of that stuff. Yeah. There is an actual line in this one where Nick says, "I know, classic me." Page 179, he says, classic me. No way. Yes, which is something we May- love. Yes. That Marianne Marianne did. said. Yep, yep. Okay. So, oh, they always uh, go on a trip. Oh, yes. Always France, always, Italy. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Always go on a trip. They always go to the beach. Fair. Which is bizarre. It, it reveals a stereotype that I have that Irish people don't go to the beach because they're too pale. Yeah. I, but they always no, they do. They're by the by the water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that's all I have. That's a but lot. That's a lot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and you, parents. Always parents, parents. Always parents. Always parents. This is her alcoholic father, but there's always some form of that. I don't know if it's abuse, but... but family yeah. issues and the way damage. that it yes yeah. and the, the way damage. that it affects you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. basically if you picked up a sally rooney book without a cover and just started reading it you would always know you're in a sally rooney yes. book i mean oh. you you would need a couple pages and yeah. you'd be like i'm in a sally rooney book because yeah. of so many of the hallmarks yeah that's why I think people are but either so all funny. in on her or not because if you don't oh, you're like yeah. oh god it's, it's another thing. sally rooney book yeah. But it's really funny because they are very different. These books are very different. Yes. But still, like, you can't say there's a formula. It's certainly not, like, no. plug and play kind no, of thing, right? No, but there are attributes. And there are different points of view. Yes. This one is all first person. Normal people is all third person. Told from Marianne and Connell, just those two people. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Beautiful World, Where Are You goes, it has the emails right. where they're but talking I, in first person, but otherwise it's third person from four people yeah 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 but it's always as she says even books about relationships and, oh yeah and oh, yeah. friendships and how people relate I yeah mean, 
She she says she basically picked Francis to be the first person point of view here because that was just the first person that came to her. But she said, I felt a strong connection to all four of the central characters. And in a way, I think the novel could potentially work from any of their perspectives, though, of course, it would be a very different book each time. And that's yep. right. Mm-hmm. That's what she does. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was really, I don't know why, for some reason when I got to the third like the the pattern really came clear to me. Yeah, like the grocery stores, the yes. washing dishes. The washing dishes really kind of blew me away. Yeah, the I didn't vacation, think of that one. The, the vacations beach. I thought of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. All right, what are we? Are we moving on to? What What's next? Who won? Uh who won? Yeah. Sure. I don't. Know. I have a lot. So, I this is a very strange one. What I said. This is going to sound so weird. But what won for me was conversations. With friends. Um, I know. I mean, there was that line which we didn't talk about, which is the joke between Francis and Bobby, which is the inspiration for this title, where she, they say, What is a friend? What is a conversation? And I feel like oh, what one for me is that, like that. those are the questions that are raised by this book. And this book has shown me what both are. Like, what is a friend? Mm. Cough, cough. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and what is a conversation? It's It's like... This book, Sally, the conversations it's caused us to have. That's yes. always what wins for me with her. I get it. For I any mean, of them. I, it's true. And the title just lent itself to it's, that. But it is I the conversations that. with you, my friend, that I, she engenders. And this one did I actually it again. think the point of all, us, like our conversations, is more apt than the title of this book. <laughs> because the truth is... Most of their conversations are fucked. Right. And they're no one's friends. No one is friends in this book. No, that's true. That's true. They're all something more. Yes, yes. Fair. That's a good point. I went in a... You went in the literal direction. Yes. I went in a, are you kidding me? What are you even talking about? (laughs) Direction. Which, shocker. I know you're You went to the absurd. No. I did. I went to the absurd. I thought Taylor Swift won this book. Oh boy. Okay. I mean, first of all, this has many layers. Uh-huh. One, we know her boyfriend is playing Nick. Joe right? Allen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's a win. She loves this book. Yeah. She's talked about it. She has to, but. Yes. But there is a line, page 83, that says, I knew Nick, this is Francis, obviously, I knew that Nick was suffering no similar after effects. Oh, this is when she's first sick. There, is, there was nothing equivalent about us. He had screwed me up in his hand like paper and tossed me away. Oh, my God. The crumpled oh, piece of paper. Lying. <laughs> and all too well that, that Jake Gyllenhaal did not feel the same way she did. And she's a crumpled up piece of paper lying on, there. On the floor. And she, uh, yeah, and she knows it all too well. I mean. This made you think of all too well. Uh, it happened. Uh, I mean, I know it's not uh, the first time anyone's ever used this metaphor, but I don't know why. Do you think Sally Rooney could have been referencing All Too Well here? Does the timing work? Did this book come out after All Too Well was already out in the world? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When did this come out? 2017. And when did All Too Well come out? 2011. Wow. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So let me think about this. Do I think it's... Listen... I mean, it's possible. It's just perfect now that Joe is in here. I know. Well, so then that is the other thing. Then I started to reverse engineer it. And then I was like, well, 
if Sally was inspired by Taylor, clearly Taylor could be inspired by Sally. And then I started to see Nick and Francis everywhere, all over folklore. Oh. Uh, illicit affair. <gasps> illicit affair, first of all, clear. Like yeah. they're having an affair. Mm-hmm. But the line, which oh, always that line. stood. Oh, it always, don't call me kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't call me kid. There's a big age difference. It it comes up more than once in this book. Mm-hmm. Also, and I don't know the lyrics as well. It, it, that that part about didn't we always know it was going to end yeah. badly? Yeah. But it'd be worth it. I feel like there is a line in there, like basically, like there is. didn't we know it was going to end badly type thing? Or, there is. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. all of that could just be an affair, right? Like, right. Those and are then, all. And there's common. also it's a great line, like you know, we a thousand red flags and oh, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the whole "Don't call me kid, don't call me baby." Look at this mess you made me. Yeah, I just I was like, this could be Nick and Francis. I mean, you've just you've brought Taylor <laughs> Swift into the Sally Rooney. I, I can't. You're telling me Sally Rooney is a Taylor Swift fan. I I think she said she is. is has I she? I think she said yeah. She met her when they were casting Joe. That's a great reference. I liked that. I like That's it. That's who won. Taylor uh, Swift. Taylor won Swift. Conversations with who Friends for me. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. So, I mean, the takeaway for me was just, can you love more than one person? I don't think we've gotten to a good answer for either one of us. I, I think, yeah. I was just going to say, I think our takeaways are like, just more questions or just yeah. more, like <laughs> mine is, what is a relationship? Yeah. And what does yeah. it mean for it to work out? Like, I yeah. think that part at the end was... Very interesting, but just generally, what is one? Because that's the thing. Maybe we've these talked, ones. Yeah, we talked about this, didn't we, with Emily Giffen? And oh. we've talked about it about Jennifer Aniston. I do agree oh, yeah, that have. something doesn't have to work out to be successful. Right. Like it doesn't have to last forever. Rebecca to be, Searle. Yes, yeah. Rebecca mm-hmm. Searle to be successful. But I do think in that part of this book, they are lying to each mm-hmm. other. Like, mm-hmm. just because they want to do it. And that's cool. Right. I'm fine with that. Right. I, I am okay with that. But... And I just took the part, because I love that, of what... I took it at face value, because I like the concept, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely, though, I thought, one of the takeaways. Yeah, but, but to me, it has to be... A relationship between two people and not with all of these other things like in the room kind right, of thing, right right like right. it can be def- like it doesn't have to last forever working out does mean for mm-hmm. whatever period of time it it is what it is but this whole like second choice love thing i don't that's what i have a hard it's, time it's with. tainted by that it for is, you it is oh, it, rebecca searle's line is love doesn't have to have a future yes that was it i was like what is that line? and i love yes, that and i yes. do agree mm-hmm, with that mm-hmm. but I don't think it applies here. So, I, yeah. okay, but Nick and Francis, I mean, they don't have to have a future. They can just what have what they have, I, but if they yeah. keep having it in the same way, it's not going to be. I just think it, so long as they both truly love someone else, whatever that means, yeah. that, the, that the other person is their first choice. That's who they pull out of the burning building. Yeah, and and that's who kind of drives them to do whatever they do. Then I think... I don't know. Can they really love each other that much? Like they're both, maybe it's a great match to be both somebody's second choice. Right. That's what we're saying. My other takeaway is, goes back to the, what she said quote that I need to allow myself to be weak. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, that's like the end of a Glennon podcast. What's the hard thing we're going to do this week? This is the thing I need to work on. This is Um, my Sally snippet that I have to try and think about in real life. 
I maybe guess. I have to just force myself to have more oral communications in which even though they feel horrible to yeah. me. I think this is why at the end of a lot of conversations that are like heavy on like feelings and difficult things that afterwards I don't feel, I don't know how to feel after it. Mm. Because I don't, if I wrote something, right. I'd be like, I wrote, I wrote this well. Yeah. I communicated what I wanted yeah. to communicate. I'm in control. Yeah. Look at this. I said... Meanwhile, if I go to say things, then later I'm like, I don't know. What did I say? Right. Do they they understand it? I don't know. It kind of came out weird. And Uh. so I feel terrible after. But but probably because I feel weak and powerless. And vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Exposed. Yes, completely. Oh, my God. Wait. Exactly the point of that Nick that pointed out to Francis. You're trying. It's the illusion of control. You're trying to. But you can't decide how Bobby feels no. about what you tell him. Yes. And you don't like that. Yes. That's why oh, I, I love that it. line from I Nick too at the get, end. Yeah. Oh, I there get that. There was a lot of snippets at the end for me. Oh, it was yeah. very dense. So it was yeah, very dense. That's my that's my homework assignment. I guess I like that's different that. than a takeaway. So we didn't okay. talk about we didn't talk about Nick and Melissa. We didn't right. talk about Bobby and Melissa and and Francis and Melissa. We didn't talk about Venus and Pisces, <gasps> how that is all over this book. Okay. All over this book. We did not talk, I mean, so many weird, I think you'll probably think weird references. And I don't know, I have so, I have like 10 quotes about life that I just, oh, yeah. That yeah. didn't make it in. No, didn't make oh, it in. Wow. And then the whole, I mean, really, I we, re, I we can't not talk about whether Nick is passive or not. Okay, so let's talk about whether Nick is passive or not. Okay, should we stop and then come back? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore Women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.